deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Good to have you back. And the villains are at full force uh, this uh, episode because we need to talk about the what we feel is the biggest news story in the country. No, not the impeachment proceedings or the Democrats seemingly collapsing upon themselves. The uh, verdict in the murder of Bottom Jean. Anybody else disagree that this is bigger than all that other nonsense that you know yeah because none of that's really going to make a difference at the end of the day unfortunately so yeah this is more indicative to people's lives yeah the rest of that stuff we still got to deal with the same damn nonsense Yeah. yeah um for us to talk about bottom gene trial, Amber Geiger's verdict and sentencing and the aftermath of said sentencing, I think we should probably make sure we all are aware of everything and that our listeners are. Anybody disagree with me reading a whole report? Oh, go right ahead. No. All right. Uh, On September 6, 2018, off-duty Dallas police officer Amber Geiger entered the Dallas, Texas apartment of Botham Jean and shot and killed him. Geiger said that she had entered the apartment believing it was her own and that she shot Jean believing he was a burglar. Burglar. I can't say burglar. Geiger's apartment was on the third floor where she had just moved in two months prior directly above Jean. I mean, sorry, below Jean on the fourth floor. In an apartment building with mostly identical floor plans on each level. After she shot Jean, she called 911. Jean was taken to a nearby hospital where he died of his wounds. The investigation was taken over by the Texas Rangers, who were responsible for Geiger's arrest three days later. Geiger was charged with manslaughter, a second degree felony in Texas, which carries a sentence of 2 to 20 years in a state prison and or a fine not exceeding $10,000. On September 24th, 2018, Geiger was terminated from the police force after being placed on administrative leave since the shooting. That's about two weeks after. That November, she was indicted on murder charges by a grand jury so not manslaughter murder Botham Jean was a 26 year old black man born in St. Lucia where his mother was a government official Jean came to Texas after graduating from Harding University in 2016 he took a job with the accounting and auditing firm of PricewaterhouseCoopers in downtown Dallas Jean had been trying to get his sister to move to Dallas After Gene's death, he received praise from his community and other individuals. Even Dallas Police Association President Mike Matta said Gene appeared to be, quote, an amazing individual, and he is what us as parents hope our children turn out to be. Dallas Mayor Rawlings said of Gene that he showed up to the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth airport to pass out water to protesters protesting the Muslim ban. Most every student on the small campus of Harding University recognized his voice from his leadership of daily chapel services. 
Give me a minute while I take a slip of whiskey and coffee. Because this dude's life was wow. His senior year mentor, Tommy Bush, said, Gene dreamed of doing mission work in Keen Khan Kuni, a rural village southeast of Nairobi, where he'd previously funded nonprofit work for Bush. Bush said Gene and his friends from Harding University also organized games and activities for children in St. Lucia orphanages. Bush said Gene's job at a major accounting firm was his, quote, idea of making a good salary and having a lot of money to make a gift of. He wanted to know what he could do for people long term. When members of Gene's church in St. Lucia, Leon's Road Church of Christ, struggled with finding affordable drinking water after Hurricane Tomas, Botham acted as a point of contact for Christian organizations wanting to send help ahead of an international conference held there a year later, according to the Christian Chronicle. The shooting also raised bigger questions. It added to an ongoing national conversation about police use of force and prompted discussions on how Dallas police treat residents of color. Gene's shooting was initially handled like an officer-involved shooting and Geiger only began to be treated like a civilian after it was clear that she shot Gene while off-duty. Gene's family argued that Geiger was given preferential treatment because she wasn't immediately taken into custody and was allowed to remain free on bond. Gene's family also voiced concerns about what the police did and did not share in the early days after the shooting, particularly following reports highlighting that a small amount of marijuana was found in Gene's apartment. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ugh. Lee Merritt, an attorney representing Gene's family, called the warrants content evidence of a quote smear campaign against gene in an interview with the washington post last year he said that the warrant fit into a quote a familiar pattern seen by police after officer involved shootings it's a systemic issue merritt said we've been conditioned to associate black people with crime I can't wait for when they, when they can stop using that he smoked weed as a little defense on why he was killed like everybody smoke weed yeah. It, yeah, it, hell, Rick, you smoking weed right now. I yeah. just smoked weed a couple of days ago. Yeah. Gonna smoke tomorrow. <laughs> I should I smoke now. Honestly, started at like four o'clock this morning, if I'm gonna be honest, when I woke up the first time. And since then only took a break long enough to go to Walmart. No, actually I got high before I went to Walmart. But I wasn't driving, so yeah. I've pretty much been high since I woke up. Yeah. I'm going back to the story, you fucking potheads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 goddamn right. The road leading to the trial was rocky. The leaking of the 911 call where Geiger said to the uh, officer, I'm going to lose my job. I thought it was my apartment. Uh, a lot of misinformation was put out, which led to confusion, theories, and speculation. Geiger's lawyers argued that the case needed to be moved out of Dallas entirely, saying that the public officials uh, caused a media hysteria and she could only get a fair trial outside of Dallas. They wanted to move the trials to one of six counties outside of Dallas where she would have got a mostly More white conservative white people. Yeah, white conservative jury. Judge Tammy uh, Kemp denied this motion and made the trial stay in Dallas. During the trial, the jury got to see and hear body cam footage from officers arriving at Gene's apartment. Geiger can be heard repeating, I thought it was my apartment at least 19 times. She made no attempt to medically assist Gene while he was dying. Prosecutors argued that she didn't follow protocol and call for backup before entering the apartment. 
A forensic expert testified that the angle of the bullet showed Jean was most likely sitting or lying down when he was shot. Though through cross-examination, the expert admitted it could have happened while Jean was ducking. Jesus. It was also revealed through text messages that Geiger and her partner were having a sexual affair and had planned to meet up later that night, countering her claim that she was uh, exhausted from working a 13.5 hour shift uh, and that her texting and excitement for the evening is how she was distracted from paying attention to her surroundings. After everything was said and done, Amber Geiger was found guilty of murder. Manslaughter was allowed to be considered by the jury, but they kept with the murder. She was sentenced to 10 years and can appeal a verdict, but the sentence she got would have been what she could have gotten reasonably for manslaughter. Jean's brother, Brant, testified that he forgave Geiger and asked the judge if he can get down from the stand and hug her. After the verdict, she was consoled by a county sheriff and she was given a hug and a Bible by Judge Tammy Kemp. Why? She said, quote, you can have mine. I have three or four more at home. This is the one I use every day. This is your job for the next month. It says right here, John 316, and that this is where you start. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him sh should not perish, but have eternal life. Esley Merritt. Why? <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to tell you the family reason why. I'm trying to present this unbiased, but we can talk about our biases when we're done. <laughs> oh, I have, <laughs> I have a couple, couple biases. Yeah, I have a whole. I, I have a list of biases. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. S. Lee Merritt, the uh, representative for the Gene uh, family, told CNN's Anderson Cooper that it was a human moment. Quote, I think it had everything to do with Kemp, the judge, being a human in that moment. This young man, being Botham's brother Brent, had showed amazing strength of character <clears throat> in extending love and forgiveness to Geiger. Merritt told Anderson Cooper, and I think Kemp, the judge, got caught up in the moment. Jean's mother, Allison, told Anderson Cooper that the kindness, love, and forgiveness was emblematic of Botham's life. She said, quote, when I saw Brant up there and what he was saying, I really felt Botham's presence in the room. Botham's Jean's father said he would hope to be her friend one day. Sources for this segment were Vox.com, CNN.com, ABCNews.com, NBCNews.com, and the DallasNews.com. Okay, villains, you may fire when ready. Man, fuck everybody. <laughs> right? That that sums it up. I mean, yeah. Look, look, I mean, at once I was a Christian man. I, I would say, yeah, that that's beautiful. But once I was a Christian man. Now that I'm 31 Christian and I've been through life and seeing some shit, seeing the Christians act towards Obama, seeing the Christians praise Trump, I, you know, I'm not that person anymore. I'd be good, goddamn, if any of y'all motherfuckers hug my murderer. Like, yeah, don't do that. Right? Don't, don't. Look. No. If, no. if my brother, like, God forbid if my little brother's murdered by a uh, uh, white woman, I'm not hugging that bitch. Like, I'm, I'm going to look at dead now. Like, you, you took a part of me that I'd never get back. And I understand. I I can't believe that you was in the wrong. Like you was in the wrong apartment. But you didn't even administer like any health to my brother. You just sat there and watched him die while you touched your side, nigga. Like what, what kind of shit is that? Nah, fuck you. Right in jail. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Was she drunk? Like because apparently there is a red uh, welcome mat outside of his apartment that was very distinctive. 
And I don't understand how she could have possibly missed that. Um, well, from my understanding, it was a red doorknob, but oh, it was even more. It was um more her setting up a dick appointment that had her distracted. Yeah. Okay, so my child is going to kill me for this because I know she listens to this show, but I have been two sheets to the wind setting up that appointment, you know, like I'm talking at least half a bottle of whiskey pumping through my tiny, my 100-pound body, <laughs> and I have never once walked into the wrong apartment while I was setting up my after-hours time, yeah. you know, with that with that special friend. It's it's I don't understand the level of distraction from a woman who is supposed to be trained, a yeah. trained police officer. How are you that fucking careless when somebody who used to routinely beat up her liver still managed to go into the right apartment every single time? And if there was even like a shred of doubt that I didn't have the right place, I would take my drunk ass back to my friend's house or wherever I came from. That's why yeah. she was uh got the murder charges was um being a police officer, she should have had better situational awareness. And she just seemed oblivious to everything but text messaging her, I guess, boyfriend's the word. I'm going to say that she, she could afford to be that careless because white people can be careless like that. Yeah. And and it's, 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 it's even less about her. Like, yeah, she should have had more situational awareness but as someone who works in downtown Chicago and sees it every day, white people have no fucking situational awareness. None, none, all, none, none. I've seen, none. I've seen white people almost get their shit taken away because they're not paying attention. Yeah. Like, like literally, like watch them almost get their wallet taken or their like someone get their purse snatched because they go through life with this attitude of, I don't need to pay attention. Yeah, you know, that's a privilege, ain't it? Yep. Yeah. They walk in front of my car routinely. There's a Target up the street that I go to, and these women with their children in tow, you know, holding little Brayton's hand with one hand, her eyes glued to her cell phone, walking across the parking lot without ever looking up. Now, if I was that kind of asshole that sped through parking lots, I would have killed at least three kids and a adult by now. At least, you know, three. in one swoop, in one swoop, because they don't pay attention. Like, not once have I ever seen them look up from their phone and say, "Hey, I'm walking into, you know, a place where cars drive, and I've got my kid. Maybe I should look up because they know no one's gonna hit them." Yeah, I think we should start hitting kids. Then, um, <laughs> it won't be good. I know it sounds terrible, but as a driver now, like when people walk in the green light, like I should be able to hit you. I I should be able to hit you. If it's green and you're still walking and you're not looking up, I should be able to hit you, drive off like nothing happened. It's it's probably not something you should say out loud, though. Honestly, though, think about the damage to your car. That's nine times out of ten what keeps me from hitting jaywalkers that don't time their shit right. I've been jaywalking since I was 16 and I've made it an art to where I time it so I don't have to run. I can mosey my ass across that street and have time to get to the other side without ever seeing a car. Exactly. These people just kind of go and I feel like maybe I should be able to hit them once in a while. Exactly. All right. Back to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We had to take a moment to process and And discuss vehicular homicide. Um, <laughs> it ties back to the point of just like people not paying attention. Like we've like even high said, I've, I've seen it like downtown. Like this dude, like goes and like I was walking the other way, but I saw this dude like open this woman's backpack and like almost take out her laptop while she was talking to a friend. And I'm like, you didn't you didn't hear the zipper? I mean, he stopped, yeah. but because someone stopped him, but it was still like wow. you should be paying attention at all times. It's, it's Especially in Chicago, like I honestly, that's the one place where I feel like I would just give in and buy a fanny pack just to make sure nobody was getting in my shit. Like I will take the side eye and wear my fanny pack. (laughs) Chicago's kind of grimy. Screw you, Arizona girl. (laughs) Now back to all right. During all the articles and everything I've read, I had a moment. 
of feeling bad for Am Amber Geiger. When? Yeah, when? So, while I was looking at everything and all these eyewitness accounts and the body cam footage and yada, 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 it seemed like she fucked up and she knew it. I mean, she, yeah. She, yeah, she was worried about her career a lot and her life and probably was even somewhat guilty about what just happened. But I okay. think somewhere along the way, she was told to shut up with all the feeling remorseful stuff by other police who told her, we got you. We'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. Because then she said that she never knew Jean. Then that photo came out of her and Jean together. And I'm like, right. Somebody, somebody, somebody's in her ear. Then telling her deny everything. And then, then the, let me finish. God damn it. Uh, I'll let you I, talk I about got, trying to run over I, children. I know. I just had a question. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So, and then this, uh, all these leaks came out of the police department. Like the, um, the 911 call was leaked and the prosecutor broke the gag rule that the judge set up doing everything they can to sabotage this trial. And it was like, it was a conspiracy to protect her. And then yeah, the, uh, smear, the attempted smear campaign on Gene, which turned around like, okay, so he was this great Christian guy that was so busy that every now and then he needed a joint to chill out. So busy doing Anita? things for other people. Where in the Bible does it say you can't smoke okay, marijuana? Okay, we're not getting into that argument now, you two. Actually, I'm actually, just saying. No, no, as a pothead, as a pothead, it God does say it. somewhere in the Bible, I need to find this again, but it said God did place every seed-bearing plant on this planet for us. Cannabis is a seed-bearing plant. That okay. shit is for me. <laughs> but seriously, I just wanted to because I was going to choke on that, is that nowhere as far as I'm concerned in the Bible does it say you cannot be a good Christian man and smoke a joint every once in a while. It doesn't. It says it actually says we should be doing it because it's a seed-bearing plant. There you go. Back to my my time of being uh, <laughs> uh, sympathetic to, to uh, Amber Geiger. So all this was going down if the police didn't collapse in and go into protect mode and even at the trial letting her know everything is going to be all right don't giving her a bullshit ass sentence i think she there was a time where she would have fessed up to everything but police culture no you ain't got to do that we got you because i don't know i mean if if she was fired and got manslaughter and she didn't contest it or anything, showing genuine, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Remorse. Remorse for what happened. Okay, but her doing that would have fucked up police and the way they operate. Remember when uh, Eric Gardner was choked out and killed and everybody was saying that's an illegal hold, but all these police were like, no, it's legal. All these lawyers are, and are like, no, it's not legal. I'm a cop. I've been a cop for 30 years. How are you going to tell me what's legal and what's not? Y'all can't yeah, be and doing that. And then they came that. out and said, no, I need to do that chokehold to make sure that they don't get back up. Excuse me, motherfucker? You're supposed to. I'll pay your goddamn side. I'll be damned if you choke me out like that. You bitch. Bitch. So my period of actually being empathetic for her was she seemed generally fucked up in the beginning. But then that blue shield came up and protected her. Even after the grand jury found more to it, uh, and, and she 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 went along with it. And at that point, I'm just like, "Well, fuck you! I hope you get horrible shit happen to you. <laughs> um, it probably won't. You'll probably get a minimum security prison and then a job." not carrying a gun with the police force she'll be fine mm, and i'm mad I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not so sure that she'll be fine in prison but you don't you're not so sure what i'm not so sure that she's going to be fine in prison minimum if she if she gets a minimum security prison you don't think they're going to coddle her 
They hugged her, man. <laughs> no, I think the other inmates might beat her ass if they don't put her in protective custody, even in minimum security. She's going to need to be separated from general population because she was the cop who shot a black man. Minimum right. security as in country club. As in She's blue collar her as in blue collar crimes. She as in I don't know. She, she no negroes in this jail. As in by the time her appeal is finally process they can say time served so here's my thing um first off his the loss of his life was literally her last concern which makes me think she was not sorry that it happened she was sorry it was ending her career and it was possibly going to have her see some jail time uh did you see the reports on her text messages Oh, that the, her and the boyfriend were te- sex sexting each other a couple of days later. No, no, the the racist one. Oh yeah, 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 like. yeah. So she wasn't. I don't. I don't think she's deserving of any sympathy at any point in time from anybody. She honestly, here's it's it's kind of like going back to the whole George Zimmerman thing. She went against protocol. What she should have done was. Well, absolutely protect yourself. Have your weapon drawn back out of the apartment. Call for backup and wait. Yep. If that man did not come towards her, she should have let it go. He was in his underwear. If he had jumped out the apartment, if he was an assailant, where was he going to go in his underwear that the cops would not quickly find him? Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Um, so it, it, it just pisses me off because now she can sit there and say, I, was in, I thought I was in my apartment. She was a racist who might have genuinely, for whatever reason, been so distracted while she was carrying a fucking gun, thought that that was her apartment and that there was an intruder in her apartment. But as a racist, her first instinct was not to follow protocol, but was to shoot him dead. And that's what I and that's what I went back to it. Her admitting anything would have been a blight on the way the police actually operate as opposed to what the law actually is. So yeah, we're on we're on the same page. Why are you fussing at me? I'm fussing at you because I'm angry that you felt any sympathy at all, even though now, it's ridiculous. One thing, one thing, uh, a lot of people have been doing that been pissing me off a bit is the comparison of her and the guy that shot the police dog. Yeah, look. <laughs> Wait, look, what? <laughs> what? Is, what? Um, who made? Who made? He got. Who made that comparison? The, the man who killed the police dog got like forty-five years. Something year. Yeah, forty-five years. And everyone's like, "You kill a police dog, you get this much time. You kill a black man, you get ten. I'm like, "He was also shooting at the police." If I thought, if I was correct in that, yeah, like, he was he shooting was at shooting? the police who eventually yeah. shot him in the ankle. Is how they caught him. And yeah. he had a warrant for aggravated assault, uh, aggravated yeah. ass- bat- aggravated robbery, and four burglaries. And yeah. the gun he had, one of his weapons possession charges, was possessing a gun while having a disability, which leads me to believe that he was on parole and they found him mentally unstable and meant he couldn't have a gun. Oh. So he, he got 45 years. He got like three to six years for the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else. He actually got really lucky. I didn't know that they only shot him in the ankle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, this ain't the, this ain't the hill we want to die on. This ain't the one. Yeah. This ain't the one. (laughs) He was trying to, he, this was a criminal criminal right here. He was trying to go out and like set it off. Yeah. Yeah, He was, he was trying to have a set it off moment. Yeah. And the dog just happened to get taken out. But why did he shoot the dog? Oh, I hope he just had bad aim. No, he he purposely shot the dog first. Yeah. <gasps> why would well, you listen, shoot the dog? Listen, Reagan, listen. If it I was a police dog. Him. It was blocking his way, his escape. He shot it. Oh. And yeah. as he oh, was running what... away, he was shooting at the cops, who yeah. got him in the ankle. Yeah. That's why. So was it kind of like where they? Because that's how do you? They're supposed to shoot from it, you know. They're supposed to aim for the chest. How do you hit him in the ankle? Was it, you know, the stormtroopers from Star Wars? I don't know. Maybe he was, <laughs> I mean, climbing, maybe he was climbing a fence. We don't know. Oh. 
I'm just saying, police Angles. officers don't shoot in legs. They. I mean, can we just please be okay with them shooting low? I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm no, I'm totally yeah, fine with that. It's just that that's he's gonna have metal pens and it's, it's gonna be all messed up. And he shot a dog. He, he deserves it. You're right. He shot a dog. He does deserve terrible pain in his ankle for the rest of his life. Okay, uh, back to the story. Anybody have any thoughts on the family and their forgiveness of God? I mean, yes, I have several thoughts. One, I can't be too mad at them like the brother for hugging her because i mean that's his that's his prerogative but again if any of you motherfuckers hug my murderer it's gonna be some goddamn problems to no yeah? i was just gonna say as long as the rest of you guys have me on bail i'll do one of those superman jumps over the thing <laughs> oh, please do please do i love those i, I will do that please do All 98 please pounds do. of her <laughs> <laughs> They're going to catch you in midair, Reagan. Like, no, stop. No, no, no. It's the thought that counts, it, man. It, it, it's it the is. thought it that is. counts. We appreciate it. But yeah. they do um, they do appear to be adhering to Christian tenets of forgiveness. And like I said online, they're not Americans. They live in it. They're from a country where they're the majority. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. still. Uh, yeah. It's just, I'm mad for them. it's just generally frustrating that, you know, black and brown people always have to be the bigger person about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, that's what's, what's frustrating. Well, well let's just yeah. say it. We're, we're amazing humans. <laughs> Speaking of amazing right. humans, Tom Holland. Wait. 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 What? I, I have, let Reagan say Marge something. I'm going to say something, and then we're going to go on. Don't you stop this. Okay. <laughs> Reagan. What I was. Maja, you go ahead and finish. Oh. You had a number two. Yeah, just... <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm 12. I'm 12. Okay, I'm 13. But no, um, even, you know, with the whole hugging, like, it just brought me back to when Tamir Rice was killed. I'm like, y'all shot a six-year-old. Y'all didn't hug his mother. You didn't hug him. You didn't, you didn't even try to reach out to the family. You stayed so far behind the blue shield that you were like, nope, it was his fault. He shouldn't have had a plastic gun. Mm-hmm. You shot a six-year-old, and you didn't even acknowledge his mother saying, you know what, we fucked up. You were like, nope, police activity. Like, So when you're hugging a, a woman who got, like, 10 years, it's like, I know black and brown people who had to bury their family members and the blue shield was just like, nope, good police work. So, fine. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, two things. First off is I was upset that they, that he hugged her. I was very upset at first. And then I realized that having been a victim of violent crime, forgiveness is not, it's not for Amber. It wasn't for her. Um, it was for them so that they could move on mm-hmm. because when you hold on to that anger towards another human or event or what have you, that actually ends up eating you up inside. That other person goes on living their life. You know, they deal with what they deal with, but at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself by holding on to it. So mm-hmm. I don't knock them for forgiving her. I do, however, want people to stop expecting me and the rest of the community <laughs> to forgive her just because the family did, because those killing him did not just impact his family. It affected all of us. Yeah, right. So no, yeah. I don't forgive her. She could fuck off and die. Um, <laughs> and I, and I would really like people to stop telling me that I should feel that way because it's not going to happen. When the hell have I ever did what somebody else wanted me to do just because that was what they wanted. That's not Ooh, who I no. am. <laughs> Heister, any fi- final words? Uh, no, that sums it up. It's like, fuck her. <laughs> uh, I'm in agreement, and uh, fuck the entire Dallas PD, and that judge, who, who, God fucking damn it, and that uh, county sheriff that fixed, that consoled and fixed Geiger's hair. Those are the two that I'm really like, are you fucking kidding me? That judge needs to be talked to by the ethics board. Yeah. Uh, for that, yeah, that, that I've never seen no judge come down and hug anybody. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I've, right. I've seen it like, but it was a more compassionate case. Like a teacher got had like forty seven parking tickets because she had to get chemo, and there was no parking. Oh, and the judge was like, "No, we're gonna erase yeah. those. I'm gonna hug you, and we're gonna help you out." All right. But again, dude, that that made me cry so hard. I, I cried. I bawled. Okay. Yeah, I bawled. All right, we can we can we go to more 
uplifting subjects now. Motherfucker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Look. Okay. <laughs> you got another. You got something else you want to add? <laughs> no. He just wanted to go off. Yeah. No. No. I got nothing else. I mean, I got other shit, but you know, I'll, we can pass. Go ahead. Let's move on. It's been. It's been trying times. Uh, I, I hope us being able to vent our frustrations here has helped us try to move on. Yeah. Oh fuck! We can't move on. Why? Because Friday night, the guy that testified, the neighbor that testified <gasps> against oh, Amber yeah. Geiger, oh, yeah. was killed in the parking lot of his new apartment complex. So I haven't yeah. read that yet. So I, if you could go the whole, because I've been avoiding it because I'm angry enough and I don't want to think that the Dallas. PD. Never mind, because I'll be next. Yeah. You know, he, did he, that. He was shot in the mouth. He was he was shot in the mouth. Shut the fuck in up, the really? Mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shot, he was shot in the mouth and chest. So what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a hit. That that's that's just way too on the nose, right? All and right. then also, like, did y'all see my brother testify in court? He was wearing a Dragon Ball Z T shirt. Yeah, that was so wild. Like, so I'm like, brother, you obviously is a big ass nerd. You probably have nothing to do with anybody like gang activity. So for you to get shot in the mouth and chest like a gang hit, like it's kind of kind of real suspect if you uh yeah ask me yeah yeah he didn't seem like the type of person that was into anything nefarious or would have enough money or possessions for somebody to you know end his life over it like a car or something according to cnn witness told police they heard several gunshots and saw a silver four-door sedan speeding away from the parking lot joshua brown that was his name was ambushed at his apartment complex as he got out of his car and was shot at close range. Yeah. He was... I mean... Oh, I didn't mention this during anything. Yeah, uh, the person had videotaped that uh, recorded Amber Geiger on the phone and everything, was receiving death threats and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, the police were trying to gag everything and intimidate any witnesses and yeah. I, I, I hate to be the person that jumps into conspiracy theories, but um Well, listen, again Well I mean this is that's that's just way like a duck. Too... Yeah. yeah. Again, it's just step back obvious. and really think about this. So a drive by shooting happened at an apartment building where a police officer lived. Now again she this is happening no, no, after she, this, the whole this, thing. This, he moved. This was at oh, a different he apartment. Moved and, oh, never mind, I thought it was the same apartment. Never mind. No, 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 no. This is a different place. Gotcha. That's still like that's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like I believe one of the people from Ferguson uh, that was deep in it was murdered. So shortly many after of them too. have yeah. died. Yeah, actually, a lot yeah. of people from Ferguson were murdered. So or, many yeah, of them missing. have died. Yeah, and supposedly so, a suicide. The the one brother yeah. that that threw the the tear gas or whatever gas. back. Yeah, so many of them were found car. in their cars. Yeah. Those were police. So hits. here's the thing, like a, I've had a couple of older people kind of shush me about this, but I really feel like, you know, we had the civil rights movements in the fifties, and everybody acted like everything was fine from like the eighties through, I guess, the Not early two thousands. But, but, <laughs> but a lot of people. But the fact of the matter is that it's never really been okay, but I feel like what we're seeing now is akin to when things started getting violent in the South, when civil rights really started pushing hard forward. And I don't, I think we're going to see a lot more deaths before you have to pay the piper. You're, you're absolutely right. It's not just right. going to happen. Uh, during and after reconstruction, uh, black communities were attacked and burnt down and, by white supremacists claiming it. Yeah, there was that famous one. Well, uh, they, the one in Oklahoma. Yeah, because the guy they said that he raped a white woman when in actuality he tripped on his way into an elevator, which by white well by Klan standards you got to burn down the whole goddamn village. Then I don't think that was so. Tulsa. How Tulsa started was it? I oh, thought Tulsa well, was uh, a, a dispute over jobs. Yeah, Tulsa yeah. was jobs. The, Tulsa was jobs. Yeah. Yeah, Tulsa was jobs. There, there was another community and, with the, the the guy in the elevator though. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like there was the added thing uh, with Tulsa. I think what also added to it was that the blacks were starting to have enough money to establish their own community. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had pissing people off too. And and there was a place in North Carolina with that white supremacist actually killed the elected officials. Some of which I actually just read about that. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. Wait, what happened? I posted it's it on a... Facebook. I'll send it to you. It's it. Okay, it's yes, fucked anyway. fucked up. It's fucked up. Oh, so, and, and they got it's parts so named up. after the motherfuckers that committed these atrocities. Right. Jesus. Yo, Christ. it's so fucked up. You can't I'll... even find it in the library. You know, like they're like if you like try to look it up from like whatever years it happened. Like, no, there's no history between those years and this year. Oh, uh, you can find them in newspapers from other areas, but all the ones for that yeah. particular town. Gone. Not a word. Yeah. Because, yeah, it started with them burning down. The newspaper. Yeah, yeah they burned down the newspaper. Yeah. All right. We, 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 I need something funnier. I, I need to, I need, I, yeah, we, we've gone down a hill. So, we Russian man sues <laughs> Apple after claiming a mysterious message sent to his phone, his iPhone, turned him gay. <laughs> okay, sure. That, that's how that works. Newsweek reports the man who the outlet names D. Razumilov says that an anonymous English language message was sent to his cryptocurrency app on his iPhone in 2017, urging him, don't judge without trying. The message was attached to 69 units of gay coins, an obscure cryptocurrency brand. It's 69. Razumilov is seeking $15,000 in damage from Apple for allegedly turning him gay. He claims the company which makes the iPhone caused him moral suffering and harm to his mental health. Those are quotes. Due to, quote, manipulatively pushing me towards homosexuality. Did they show up and, like, force his eyes open and make him watch the gay porn? (laughs) Because, I mean, I get links all the time, like, to check out Russian ladies, and I don't ever click on that. I click on them all the time. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said the message made him think, well, how can I judge something without trying it? <gasps> okay, someone said that what? to me about meth before, and I still managed to, you know, <laughs> not do it. So, that's... <laughs> after a, supp- a lot of things. After a supposed trial run of same-sex relationships... He seems to have entered. <laughs> he seems to have entered a steady romantic partnership, but claims that this is a negative development. "Quote: I have a steady what? boyfriend, and I don't know how to explain it to my parents." That's Russian for you. When you find happiness, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> I wonder how the boyfriend feels about it. Right? I saw this on SVU. It was a, <laughs> didn't end well. Didn't end well. Everything's been on SVU, let's be honest. Um, yeah. In a darker note, you can be persecuted for being homosexual in Russia. Oh, oh no. So, okay, so that's his end. I was trying to figure oh. out why the judge would even, like, why the courts would agree to even hear it. And, yeah, that makes there, sense. There's a video that I don't know who put it together, where it has, it has Vladimir Putin, and it's making it seem like he's saying that he's gay. And that that video, as, as a meme, has been banned in Russia. <laughs> like you can go to prison for posting it online. Kind of like um, Winnie the Pooh in China. Yes. Wait, what? what did, People what, say what, the leader. You don't know about Winnie the Pooh with the Chinese president? No. Yeah. It's I hilarious. They say, it's so wholesome, though. They say he looks like Winnie the Pooh, so Winnie the Pooh is banned. And Winnie the Pooh is now a, a symbol of standing against the president there. People spray painting pictures of Winnie the Pooh. A story that oh, I God, wanted I to can... do this week, but I cut out, was that um, members of the Falun Gong religion and Muslims are supposedly, uh, reportedly, having their organs harvested by the Chinese government. Yikes. Wait, what? I getting well, dark again, Donna. That's yeah, cool. that's not light. What happened to light? Well, it, Winnie the Pooh came it's... up, 
Oh, it's a dark timeline. I mean, oh, it's the darkest okay, well, timeline. Yes, a 22-year-old Florida man in prison for impersonating a doctor while he was a teenager and stealing from patients has been freed from custody. Y'all remember Doctor Love? Ma- yeah, Doctor Love, no, cool as hell. Malachi Love. Is he actually? Yeah. Was he helping people? That's my only question. Uh, well, so we don't know. Kinda and no. Like, <laughs> he, like he, no. We'll just say no because he was like stealing money from people, but you know he was oh. also trying. You know, like no one died, so he did not help oh. people. But okay. he definitely may have stolen an old woman that he was helping money. And, but no one died. And he was <gasps> giving women exams. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh wait, no. I didn't wait. No, that, I that's he was assault. Delivering that's babies. Assault. No, he never delivered. Oh babies. no. Never mind. I take that back. Fuck him. I didn't know he was putting things. Nope. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Given how pathological no. he is, we haven't heard the last of him. Yeah. Yeah. You I, think he's gonna do it again? He's gonna do something. Yeah. He did it like four or five times now. Yeah. Why do they keep letting him out then? Well, he was a teenager, but yeah, they eventually got him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, All right. See, now I'm scared because one of my doctors looks like he's 14. Now I'm gonna have to ask for ID. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, the Hawaiian news reports Kyler Bo- Bourgeois. This motherfucking name is Bourgeois. <laughs> McBougie. McBougie. <laughs> was gored and trampled by a bison at Antelope Island State Park in June. Recently, Bourgeois was on a date at the same park when the woman he was with, Kayla Davis, was attacked by a bison. Why would he go back and fuck with the bison? He is obviously fucking with these bisons. He says all of a sudden it it was just charged. She said all of a sudden it just charged, charged her. Uh, People are notorious for getting too close to the to the bison. Yeah, yeah. They, they get they get way too close. They try to take selfies next to them. And... Yeah, I I don't understand why. Have you guys ever seen a bison yes. like up close? Those things are massive. They're terrifying. I'm terrified of them. Yeah, I'm scared of them. I got in a shark cage. Okay, I wanted to pet the sharks. Nobody would let me. Anyway, that's a different story. But um, I I wouldn't be messing with bison. No, and you were stung terrifying. by jellyfish. I was. That was they, fun, pee on they you? were so small. No, nobody peed on me. They were tiny little jellyfish. Don't, I can I can come pee on you right now. Pee. I'm trying to save your life. I'll pee on you right now, Elliot. Pee Maje, on I how are you gonna pee on me and I'm in Arizona, boy? Elliot, we, we need speaking to of which, R. Kelly's in the news. Uh, he's not oh, going to jail because he he doesn't get access to all his girlfriends at once. So oh, good. He shouldn't be getting access to anybody. No. Ever. You know the funniest thing Have about the Have you guys watched thing? that? That whole thing? I, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I did. Oh, God, it's terrible. Like, I cry the whole time, I can basically, because yeah. those poor women. So, are they what? beating him in jail? Anything uh, like he's that? probably, like, no. protected. Yeah. Oh. Um. But R. Kelly. funny thing though, Uh-oh. wait, 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 I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this, let me say this. Remember that woman <laughs> who uh, paid like $10,000 to like get R. Kelly out of bail the first time? 100000 yeah. Yeah, 100000 She, the judge said R. Kelly doesn't know her thing. Good. She was yeah. stupid and Very. deserves whatever. Yup. Yeah, no, she's not getting shit back. So, funny. You shouldn't have, should have left us in jail. He did it. We all know he did it. A Tokyo dating site, Reggie. Registered 2.7 million men and one woman. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a lot of dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, all God. that poor woman. The oh, Tokyo God. Reporter dick, reports. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> Pretty dick, much. Dick everywhere, dick, dick. Chiba uh, <laughs> Prefectural Police have filed charges against the employees of an online dating service in which men posed as women for swindling more than 6 billion yen from its users. So this story just gets funnier. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, In June, police arrested Tetsuo Marua, 
Tetsuo Kawili. Sorry, that was an Akira reference. Yeah, no, I got 40, it. I was just that was for listeners who don't know how nerdy we are. The 43-year-old president of Friar Square and 15 other employees for fraud. The online Daiki operation employed 23 persons, 17 of whom were men, to pretend to be female seeking male partners. The site had 2.7 million users and only one woman. The operation utilized 42 computers from inside in a, an apartment building. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay. I'm not bad. You know, you know it wouldn't be disappointed, that Russian guy. He, he would be okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Are we going to judge her? Because I'm not really... All that upset about it, to be perfectly honest. No, no I'm not mad. No, this this is a case of not knocking the hustle. N- no, huh? no. I mean, we got four computers. I think we should go ahead and make us a dating website. Anybody? Hell yeah. Anybody want a vegan story? Yes. Sure. Be- vegans are nuts. Let's hear it. A vegan claimed she was served a pork sausage roll she thought was uh, a meat-free roll, and it quote traumatized <gasps> oh, her. No. Traumatized her for life. Oh no, that is kind of terrible if they did it. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's bad, but also, how many bites did she take? That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah, because there's, my, you know, the my, difference. I I yeah. used to be a vegetarian. You can tell the difference when it's yeah. real meat. It tastes no, way my, too good. Yeah, my you girlfriend's know, vegetarian. She, she'll take a, a a tiny bite and be like, "This is meat. We we should not eat this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll eat it." I've, I feel like you would know just from the scent. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that too. Also, I don't think vegetarian like sausages are like greasy. Like they, they don't. They're not. They're dry yeah, as hell. So, you have to put a lot of shit on them. Exactly. So if you see a glistening pork sausage. This was inside a roll. I should add yeah, that this okay. happened in London. I mean, in Kent, England. So, you know, British food is funny. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if it was in England, then maybe you yeah. really couldn't tell. I've never been there, but the description that I've been, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. sound all that. Charlene Ndungu, age 20, says she broke down in tears and started having heart palpitations once she realized the vegan sausage rolls she ordered from a bakery chain Greg's in, called Greg's in Kent, England, actually contained meat. <laughs> I haven't eaten meat in years. My belly started hurting and my heart started going crazy, she told Metro UK. I panicked because the only that only happens when I consume meat. This hasn't happened when I have any other food. I'm traumatized for life. I'm never going to Craig's again. Okay, but I will say real quick that her stomach hurting was gonna happen just not that quickly your stomach is after a couple years can no longer handle like it doesn't know how to break down meat anymore because it's been working on vegetables and fruits and grains so yeah she probably did have a really messed up stomach for a good day or so yeah yeah the bakery offered her a two dollar refund (laughs) (laughs) reggie was drinking at the time Oh my god, I just almost spit my drink everywhere. They offered that woman a two-dollar. Oh god, they might as well have just said, you know what? That sounds like a you problem and kept it moving. Like that's always more insulting. And and they're they're coin-based in the UK, so they probably just threw some coins at her. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, she said said what she really wanted was a public apology. Uh, and, and for them to acknowledge the mistake because a person can be allergic to some a meat product and and she also said it's my choice not to eat consume meat because it causes cancer. No, it doesn't. Okay, dumbass. So can we just consider for a minute that while it might not have been the right thing to do, there is a slight chance this woman was a fucking nightmare. She says, and... "Quote: My body is poisoned for life now." Yeah, she was probably a nightmare. <laughs> they flipped her a little sausage. No, she probably was, dude. I've cooked for vegans before and vegetarians as a cook, and after a couple minutes, man, <laughs> you 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 start getting spiteful. But I've never <laughs> done anything like that. 
Yeah, keep talking shit here. Keep talking shit. Your ass gonna end up with a pork rind in your mouth. (laughs) Speaking of pot. Oh, God. (laughs) The BBC reports. (laughs) I can't read BBC without laughing. (laughs) The BBC Ah. (laughs) reports. A Sicilian TV chef has been arrested on. Suspicion of drug dealing after police found cannabis at his home uh, in Italy. How much did they find? Carmelo Caramonte was caught in possession of two large marijuana plants and one kilogram, 35 ounces, of Indian hemp. (laughs) Cannabis-infused wine, olives, coffee, and tuna were also seized Ooh. from his home in, uh, near Sicily. Tuna? I'm trying Cannabis to, infused I'm trying to hang out. Tuna? Cannabis Wine? infused Are tuna. You... I need to hang out with this The dude. chef reportedly told at? police he was researching, quote, new flavors. Mr. Caramonte described himself as a, quote, Argo food consultant for third millennium cuisine. That don't mean nothing. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> that that just... was a fucking word salad if I ever what? heard one. What? <laughs> the 50-year-old chef who lives in the village of Trecastagani at the foot of Mount Etna has been released pending trial. Known as the connoisseur of Sicilian cuisine, Mr. Carabente is a chef at Catan Place Hotel in Catania, and he hosts a television program, the history uh, about the history of produce and traditional uh, Sicilian ag- agriculture. So he's a celebrity, not, real celebrity. I'm not really mad at him though. Is it super illegal over there? Because all that shit sounded bomb as hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm still thinking about the, the cannabis infused tuna. Yeah. Oh man, you have to come visit someday. You you there's, infuse? There's so much out there. Not tuna, no, just other things: olive oil, tea. Yeah, he, yeah. Brownies, cupcakes. So I sent Ray. I sent you guys the video. I don't know if you guys watched it. Did y'all see the Florida man attacking nope. the dude with the sword? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. My day, you did. I told you this is the end of time. No, didn't didn't see it. Yeah, and it's a sword. Yeah, Floridian. Yeah, just Google Ford wielding Florida man, and you will get it because it's something we could talk about, but you just got to see it. (laughs) Yeah, he he jumped in his truck and chased his dude down to get a wheelbarrow. Yeah, that 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 didn't belong to either one of them. <laughs> that's that's the best part about the ending. Yeah, the lady who wheelbarrow was came got a wheelbarrow back. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is y'all doing? This ain't even y'all's. It was like a cartoon, like an old Warner Brothers cartoon. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, I can see that with the with the old Bugs Bunny cartoon uh, music behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Remind you of Roger Rabbit. Wait, what was that? Who framed Roger Rabbit? One of the greatest movies, man, of my childhood. I don't know. Cool World was better. Oh, yeah, with Brad. Mm. Oh, Brad Pitt. Young Brad Pitt. I was bullshitting, but we see somebody caught uh, some feelings thinking about that. (laughs) I was just saying, he has a perfectly symmetrical face. Even as a male, you have to be able to look at his face and admit that it is. It's perfect. I ain't got to admit shit. Thank you for listening to the Unlock Triple Villains podcast. <laughs> we got punch. <laughs> I I still haven't seen that movie with him and DiCaprio. I'll wait till it's on Netflix. Wait, which one with him and Leo DiCaprio? They did a movie. The most recent one that came out I don't last watch, month. I don't uh, watch TV. I have no to idea. To live and die in Hollywood. It's a, a Tarantino film. I thought it was Once Upon a Time. Oh, in I don't. Oh, I don't watch Tarantino films. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah, I don't do... They're violent for no reason. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of feet in it, too. He loves his feet. Yeah. He likes to say the N-word a lot. 
Yeah. He does. He does. He's like Stephen King. He also you know? he also tried to clown uh, Bruce Lee, and it, it, Bruce Lee's daughter was oh. having it. I hope she whooped his ass. Yeah, he Tarantino's a piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just my feeling about him. Oh, anybody else? Don't, uh, anybody go see Joker? Uh, I'm sorry, oh, I spaced right. out for a second. I've heard mixed reviews. I'm on good. It. Are we? Uh, I, I may see it when uh, it comes yeah. on home video. I gotta go to the gym, man. Nobody else gives a shit. <laughs> no, 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 not really. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping it up so you can go take a nap. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Take your ass to sleep.